Welcome to the Brunch and Slay podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration. Well, we remember that if she can, I can, we all can. I'm your host, Amira Sane, founder of Brunch and Slay, a lifestyle brand created to inspire women to live their best life every day. Welcome back to the Brunch and Slay podcast. It's me, Amira. And for those of you, if this is your first time joining, thank you for joining. Thank you for giving the Brunch and Slay podcast a chance. Uh, I'm really excited today. Uh, I'm still answering questions from those that were sent to me. So I hope that you guys are enjoying them and getting a little bit of something from them. This particular, uh, today I'm answering two questions. So um, thank you guys for giving me suggestions and sending me questions. Thank you guys for subscribing to the podcast. Um, I, I, I really appreciate you guys. That's all I know how to say is I can't thank you enough. Um, I do want to ask that if you haven't reviewed the show already, go ahead and head over to iTunes, type in Brunch and Slay, and give us a five-star rating. Uh, give me a five-star rating and a review. Uh, we are going. We're moving on up the line. I know we can do better, and I know I'm one of those people who, I hate to say it, but I hate giving reviews, or at least I used to until I realized how important they were for small businesses, so now I try my best to give as many as possible, so please do me a solid and head on over to iTunes, even if you're an Android user, head over to iTunes and give a five-star rating and a quick review. I will be forever grateful, and if you haven't subscribed, go ahead and subscribe to the show, um, and thank you for listening, guys. Um, also, if you want to support Brunch and Slay, it's no obligation, but I definitely have put together some packages that I think you will appreciate over at Patreon. It's not just for the show, it's for Brunch and Slay, period. So if you want more events, if you want to be more involved, if you want to be a model in one of our photo shoots, because you know I love to bring in powerful women to do photos. I'm going to be doing a whole lot more of those this year. A lot more video we're working on. That's why I've been so quiet. I'm trying to still find that balance with posting enough of what's going on behind the scenes and letting you guys know, but I am like a mad hatter over here creating content. So more videos, more lifestyle stuff as far as living your best life, health and wellness, more financial awareness, more touch it points. For me, I know I've told you guys this a billion times. I am not 100% a person who likes to sit in front of a computer and type. I'd rather talk. I'd rather be in front of video. I'd rather be having fun. So that's what we're working on. So if you want to support that and get more content and love what you're seeing, and you know I'm going to do my best executed to the best of my ability, then head over to Patreon forward slash Brunch and Slate, and there will be a link in the notes and figure out what package works for you, whether you want to be featured in a video, whether you want more meetups or be a part of our live podcast that we will have soon. Well, not soon, but definitely very, well, yeah, soon. So yeah, if you want to be in the audience and have some fun and have cocktails while we get chatty, then there's definitely a package for that too. So head over to patreon.com forward slash brunch and slay. So now that that's covered, woohoo. All right, let's talk about these questions. The first question we have um, is, what are ways to gain publicity for your brand as a small business with little or no budget for marketing? And so, um, yeah, that's a one I can definitely dive into. So let's go ahead and dive into that before we head into the second question. Now, 
if you really want to know the answer to this question, I hope you got a pen and paper because I got a ton of information for you. So the first thing I'm going to say is start with your website. A lot of people who are influencers or who are in the social media space say they don't need one, but I definitely recommend that you have one. The reason I recommend that you have a website is that's the only thing that you can own virtually. You can have a ton of influencers on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Pinterest, and any social media platform you want. But what happens when they change the algorithm, which happens every month nowadays? You are sitting in the corner crying saying, woe is me, why don't my people like me anymore? So you need a website so that you can use those platforms as a tool to guide traffic to your website. Okay, that's the only thing you own is your website. That's the only thing that's gonna be there no matter what, as long as you keep paying for that domain and paying for your website hosting fees. So get a website. And when you get a website, take your time. And, and we're talking about no budget. So you can get websites for free. You can get lots of websites for free. You can use Wix, W-I-X. You can use Squarespace. You can use WordPress. And I'm sure there's a ton of other um, hosting sites and template sites that you can use for a website. Um, with little or no money, you can use the templates are free, number one. Uh, you can pay extra to remo remove Squarespace from their actual URL, which is www.mydreamwebsite.com. That's an example, guys. I don't know whose website that is, so I hope I'm not giving sending you something x-rated <laughs> but like me for brunchandslay.com my first website i used wix as a platform and i paid i want to say it was like 10 bucks to have the uh slay.com slash wix removed so i just said brunchandslay.com i built my first one myself which took me forever uh and i that it was it it was very simple I used stock photos because I had no photos. I hadn't done anything yet. And I had an address and I put that in my bio on all my social media. So that's one thing you can do. You need a website. Keep it simple. Keep it clean and use great photos. You can use your iPhone, your Android. There's a ton of free classes out there on how to take great photos from your cell phone. You can go to Britain Co. I know they have like two free courses that you can take on how to take photos with your iPhone or from your phone uh, and what apps to use. So that's, that's two things right there. Website, number well, three, website, what places you can get a website. And number three, take great photos for that website and take your time. Okay. Then the next big tool I would say use is social media. Social media is a great way to market your business. I know I keep hearing it's like a, I hate to even say a generational gap because I am not a millennial and I love social media. I think it's just something you have to get used to. Get your feet wet. Don't start thinking you got to post 17 times a day or that you have to do what somebody else is doing. Matter of fact, don't put, don't follow anybody who's going to make you question what you're doing. So don't follow other businesses that are doing what you're doing and have that in your timeline. Follow people you want to engage with. Follow people who follow hashtags that you like that go along with your business and engage with them and grow your following that way from the beginning. I say that because I know it works. When I first started Brunch and Slay, I didn't have any followers other than my sister and my husband. And then I had friends who felt pity for me who slowly joined, <laughs> you know, but I would literally find hashtags I liked and I would go and look at those folks' photos and I would like their photos. And if I liked their site, their page, I would follow them. I would talk to them and then they would like what I was putting out, which at the time was a bunch of photos I got from Pinterest. 
I had no clue what I was doing, but I had positive messages on them and they liked that. So that's how I grew from the beginning, you know, and it took me in my mind forever to get to a thousand because I was constantly looking like, what am I going to get to a thousand? What am I going to get to a thousand? I literally obsessed about that. And then I finally let it go. And I'm like, you know what? Let me pay attention to these 852 people who actually follow me every day and like my pictures. Let me keep talking to them. And that's why I don't stress out now about not having 10,000 or 30 or 40,000 followers because right now I want to talk to the people who are right there who follow me every day, who see my algorithm, you know, me in their, in their timeline, who see my messages and make sure I'm engaging with them. So don't stress about this big number. Use the audience that you have on every platform and you don't have to be on every single one. Here's, I'm, I'm going to break it down to you right now about the platforms. So I, my favorite platform still right now is Instagram because I, even before I started Brunch and Slate, it was Instagram. I had not had a Facebook page for a while prior to starting Brunch and Slate uh, because I really, honestly, am not interested in knowing a lot of people's personal business and Facebook to me, a lot of people were sharing way too much of it. I really like seeing the photos that they had, what's happening with their kids, what's happening with their life, where they go on vacation, where they ate for dinner. That's what I wanted to see. So Instagram for me was perfect. So that's probably the platform I do spend a lot more time on because that is my audience. So that's, if you want something visual, if you don't want to read a dissertation with every post, Instagram's great. Instagram is also for people who are probably the age 24 to 35. That's the core audience of folks who are on Instagram, I would say in a nutshell. So if you want people who are over 35, you probably want Facebook. Um, so that, that would be where I spent the most of my time if I was looking to cater to an audience over 35. I have an audience that ranges from 24 to 46, which is a huge window. So I spend time on both platforms, but I do prefer Instagram. Um, then if you want to get the 24 and under, you want Snapchat. So if your core audience is 24 and under, you definitely want to master Snapchat. You want to get in there. You want to spend the bulk of your time there. And I say this because you don't have to be on every platform. Find one that you love, master that, then add another. Okay. Um, I definitely say that that's okay to do that. Don't feel overwhelmed. Don't feel like you have to be on every single one. LinkedIn is definitely a business one. I have a presence there from when I was working for the man years ago. It's still there. I have updated it with my brunch and slay information, but I don't spend a lot of time on Instagram. I mean, on LinkedIn, I probably should spend a lot more. Um, I'll figure that out eventually. When we hire our first social media person, I'll let them figure it out. <laughs> so if you're out there and you're ready and you're a master and you want to work with brunch and slay, inbox me. So, or DM me, you know, I don't mind DMs. So anywho, I'm off topic, but Snapchat, Pinterest is really good for if you're sharing recipes, if you're sharing how to's, if you're a coach and you're giving a lot of life lessons, or if you're giving a lot of breakdowns, like tips and things like that. If you're a blogger, Pinterest is a great platform to use. So don't sleep on Pinterest. I love Pinterest. I have an Instagram. I mean, a Pinterest, I'm, obviously it's an Instagram commercial because <laughs> I keep talking about it. But no, I have a Pinterest account for Brunch and Slave. I don't use it as much as I would like to. I use Pinterest for my personal. I'm on Pinterest pretty much every day. I use a lot of recipes for Pinterest. I do plan to make our presence larger in the, in the, in the weeks and months to come as we're doing our video and doing a lot more lifestyle stuff. So uh, Pinterest is great for those because you can click them and it, and it definitely leads traffic back to your site. And I love that about Pinterest. <sighs> Let me slow down. All right. Another thing you can do when you have a very small budget is be consistent. 
you guys hear me say that all the time. Consistency is key, period. Nothing beats consistency. Nothing, something, there's no shortcuts. You just have to do it every day and do it well. So post daily. Whatever platform you're using, post daily. Make sure in your social media bio, especially like on Instagram, have your website address. If you are a brick and mortar, have your city that you're in. If you have a new blog post, use something like, if you have like, like me, I have blog posts, I have shopping that they can do, I have podcasts. I use Linktree instead of just putting brunchandslay.com because I can literally put a link to everything that I've talked about in my post and they can just click on Linktree and say, oh, there's the podcast. Oh, there's her Brunch and Slay, shop at Brunch and Slay. Oh, there's the event coming up and they can click that and it'll direct them directly to that page. So I definitely use Linktree. Uh, there's some folks who use Bitly. You see that a lot. So that's why those things are there. Also, describe what you're doing in your bio. You know, let me pull up what I have in Brunch and Slay um, in my bio. And basically, because a lot of times people are looking at hashtags. And I, this is why I love that you can now follow hashtags on Instagram. Shout out to y'all for figuring that out. That's really cool. But in my bio... It describes what I am, a uh, society and cultural website, which it's not really what I am, but it gives people an idea because, you know, there's not a lot of ways to describe a bunch of slay. They don't have a button I can click to talk about us doing everything. But <laughs> anywho, I have experiences you love, connections you crave, and content, content to inspire. And that's what we do. We cultivate lifestyle experiences. We create connections for women that they've been craving, and we provide content whether it's inspirational content with a post, a podcast, or a blog post, that's what we're doing. So we have events, we have podcasts, and we have classes to help you live your best life. That's all in my bio. I also have, if you prefer to be emailed, put that in your bio as well. Otherwise, don't get upset when people DM you if you don't have an email address linked to your page or in your website. Even if you're super famous and people are DMing you and you don't want it, you don't have to put your personal email in there, but you can put your management's email in your bio. That way it'll keep the DMs down, okay? That's the first thing you do. If you wanna reach out to somebody, look in their bio. If they have an email address, that means that's how they wanna be reached. So make sure that was another little thing that you can do, so that helps. That's a great way to market. Um, nothing beats consistency and then engage. I talked a little bit about that a minute ago. Make sure that you're engaging. If people are commenting, Always comment back, you know, and try to comment with them with an open-ended question. Don't just come in and say, thank you. If they say, oh, I love that sweater, say, thank you. I, I love red. I feel like that's my signature color. What's your signature color? Find a way to keep that conversation going. People will continue to talk to you every day if they feel like you are valuing their opinion and you're actually reciprocating what they give you. It's just like in person. If somebody says, you look great today, and you just say, thank you, and walk off. That's kind of shitty. You would say, thanks, you look great too. Or I love your hair. Or, I'm digging your page too. That's how it works. It's a mutual benefit. It's a give and take. So make sure you're engaging. That's another way to get great publicity. Uh, people who follow you, somebody's tapping into your world. They're loving what you're doing. They follow you. Check out their page. Now, I know as you get tons of followers every day. This is not something you can always do, but when you're first trying to grow your business, this is something you can totally do. You can go see who follows you today. Even if you don't follow them back, look at a couple of their photos, see what you like and comment on it. 
Okay. That's just a, that's just like shaking somebody's hand virtually. Okay. You're saying, Hey, nice to meet you. Thank you for supporting me. I'm shaking my hands. That's why I sound crazy. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> pay attention to those comments. Always respond to them. And then another great way to grow is to do polls. I love the Instagram polls that I, the option to do that. Ask questions about what kind of content they want. Ask questions about what's going on in their life. Do polls on Facebook. That's another really cool way to find out things about folks making those polls. I love it. Uh, post viral content. If you are looking at a certain hashtag and you see like, you know, you can't go wrong with Beyonce. You can't use her hashtag anymore because it's been banned from Instagram. Beyonce, the hashtag Beyonce is like banned. Um, I don't know why it's no telling what creepy things people were attaching to that just to get folks to click on the link. So, but we all know who Queen B is, but yeah, find hashtags that you like. If you see something viral, repost it, repost it on all your platforms, LinkedIn, Instagram, Pinterest, and that's a great way to get conversation started. Repost it and ask a question about why you like it or why they think it's going viral. Get those conversations started. That's the biggest thing is to engage. You cannot beat those kind of relationships, okay? Um, know your avatar. You hear me talk about that a lot. Know exactly who you're speaking to, who you're posting to, who your ideal client is, who your ideal follower is, who your ideal customer is. If you own a donut shop and you know that your donuts cost $7 a piece, then you're not talking to everybody. You're talking to people who want fancy $7 custom donuts. So you need to go to that demographic. I would think those are people who shop in the River Oaks district, people who shop at the Galleria, people who like certain brands, narrow it down to that and basically cater your page to that. I don't think that you have to have a certain, um, a certain, I guess, aesthetic, so to speak. Like, I don't think you need to use a certain filter on every single photo. I think it's nice for people who have time to do that, who have time to put a little dash of pink in every photo. I don't. I just like to make sure that they look nice next to each other. They don't necessarily have to be the same. It just kind of follows that way because I know who I'm reaching out to. I know what they, what she would like to see. My avatar is one person and she and I are very close in my head and we talk all the time and we talk very positive. We lift one another up. I know the kind of events she likes. I know the kind of cocktails she likes. I know she has a potty mouth like me. She's fun and she's a go-getter. So I make sure that I post for her and you know, the people who see it, they like it. And those are all people who would like to be her friend too. So find out who your avatar is. And I mean, get specific, get a sheet of paper, Write down how tall she is, what she eats for lunch, does she diet, does she work out, does she, is she married, is she single, is she looking for a man, if she is looking for a man, what kind of man is she looking for, uh, is she a girl's girl, what does she like? If you literally are catering to, to that specifics of what she like, there's no way that you won't build your audience. And people might think that's crazy, but if you're not even willing to do that, then why are you even out there? Take the time, don't cut corners. It takes it as long as it takes. And, and it takes as long as it takes. Plan and use the tools that are out there. Um, use email and newsletters. So it, there's plenty of things you can use like MailChimp. MailChimp gives you their services free up until a certain amount of subscribers. Use that as another way to touch point with people. If you have extra information and it won't fit on your social media platforms or you want to get, you know, it won't, you know, you don't want to post it on your website, use email. Ask people for their email addresses. It's nothing wrong with that. 
send out a newsletter uh use that audience and use and stay in touch with them you know you don't have to ask for anything you can just give them anything like i sent out one on fridays about what's been going on at brunch and slay in case they miss anything they know that i'm gonna update them if there's someone i'm highlighting if somebody else is having some kick butt events i'm gonna highlight it in the newsletter if i was on a podcast i'd like them to listen to it's out there I also sent out a, a update about my podcast. Every Tuesday, I sent out something. Hey, this is what's happening on the podcast. Check it out. So there's nothing wrong with using those, those tools. Uh, and then also a lot of people might feel like they get overwhelmed with posting on social media. You are so lucky now because Instagram just approved a ton of great apps to allow you to automatically post. This was not an option when I first started with Instagram. I literally could schedule them, but I would have to still get on my phone to post them. Now you can actually schedule them and they post. Cue the angels singing, okay? Because that is a big help. So being able to do that now, you can use Planoly, which is what I use. I love Planoly because they have the grid and I can actually move my things around and plan them in advance. And I still go in. I still like to see. I'm kind of controlling that way. I want to see and I want, and I might not feel like, uh, what I posted, what I scheduled to post. I might not want to say that that day. So I'll go back and look at it. Um, but it is helpful for those folks who are still trying to do this on their lunch break and trying to fit it in. Take a day, you know, one, one day a week, schedule your next post. Uh, you, and then here's another thing. Unless you are a huge business and have a ton of content, don't worry about posting like 17 times a day because people won't see it anyway. And I would say spend more time in your stories during the day to be seen. Um, because right now, Instagram stories is almost like the old algorithm for Instagram. So people can actually see everybody who they follow, their, they can see their story. Um, and then the more often you post in your story, the more often people, you move up in the line, if that makes sense. So if you're posting constantly, you're constantly in the front of people's feed. And if you scroll through your timeline, you'll see, it'll say recent posts from people. You'll see that. So people will see that and you can direct them back to your page from your story. You don't have to, you know, just use it the way you want to, but I'm just giving you that little tidbit because a lot of people really don't know how to use it. And it is a science to social media. Uh, and yeah. It's pretty much my, a huge part of my business. So I know a lot about it, but I definitely don't mind sharing it with you guys. So use the stories. Um, use, don't worry about posting six or seven times a day on the actual Instagram page. I only post on Instagram once a day, which has changed tremendously because when I first started my Instagram account, I used to post four times a day in order to stay because you wanted to, it was the same algorithm basically as a story. So that's what I would do. And then I went down to two and now I'm down to one. And then I do stories. I try to do them way more often now because it's just a better way. I'm starting to like it a lot more, honestly. So I'm getting used to seeing myself on camera. And I actually think people get to know a little bit more about my personality and what Brunch of Slay is about that way. So I do use stories a lot more than what I used to. And I love Snapchat still too. I love the filters on both. And I like Snapchat because I like, well, both of them. I like, I like them both honestly. Uh, and I do use the Facebook story. Now I share my Instagram story. I haven't got to where I'm doing them separately because I haven't found a new social media intern yet. Okay. I'm looking if you're, if you're ready, call me, email me. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, MailChimp is free email, uh, use that Planoly is free. And okay. So if you have a little budget, that was all the free tools I have for now. But if you have a small budget, here's some things that you can use. So back to that website, you can use, if you are not a person, don't have time to build your website, I recommend using Fiverr. Um, 
I used Fiverr for my second website. I got, the, I went on, I looked at people and Fiverr can be a bit overwhelming because there's so many people out there offering their services. What I suggest you do is look at the people's portfolio on Fiverr and take some time to do it, you know, mindlessly while you're watching TV or something along those lines and look and put a few hearts by people who sites you or you've actually liked their work or they will tell you hey i will make you a, a custom site from a squarespace template or a wix template look for that find go to those websites that you like like wix or squarespace see which templates you like because you might like wix templates more than you like weebly's or weebly's more than you like squarespace then find the person on fiverr who specializes in that particular platform that will narrow it down a lot from there, if they don't give you enough information, I would go with people who have the highest rating, number one. And then from there, I would ask them to send me some more of their work. You can ask for that. And then from there, narrow it down. And don't be afraid to spend more than $5, but you can have it done for $5. Some people, I think I want to say I paid $25 for my first one. I didn't mind spending a little extra. And for $25, I didn't think that was a lot. Okay. I, uh, and they had a quick turnaround. It gave me what I needed. It was simple. It was a template I wanted and it was quick and to the point until I could afford to have something custom made. Fiverr is a great resource for graphic work, for even t-shirt design, um, for bios, for blog posts, like tons of things are on Fiverr. So it is a resource you should be using. I will put a link uh, in the show notes. Use that link uh, and it will lead you to your dreams come true for five bucks. Okay. Uh, Britain Co. has great classes too. So if you want to dive in deeper to how to use uh, digital um, products or how to take photos from your camera, they have courses you can take and pay for on Britain Co. as well. I'm using them because I really like their setup. Uh, their courses are really affordable. They're cute. They're fun. They're quirky. Um, and I just like the way they do presentation. I've used other platforms. They're just very masculine to me and it's overwhelming. Um, but I do like Britain Cone. They're very affordable. So I'll put a link for that too. Then if you want to upgrade, because a lot of folks are using their mail list for more than just uh, sending out newsletter. I pretty much just use mine for a newsletter. But if you're really one of those people, if you're a coach or if you're growing a online boutique, you might want to use Converter Kit. Now it costs a little bit more than what MailChimp would charge you, but I hear great things about it. So I definitely would say look into that for your next step up. And if you are past the Fiverr level of a website and you really want to go ahead and pay every month for hosting, which is what I use every month, I actually have a custom site that they build just for me. I don't use a template. Um, I have my site built out to my specifications. Everything about it is 100% what Amira wanted. And I started doing that last year. Um, oh, I've been doing it well over a year, so about a year and a half. So I didn't use the templates from the free sites very long because I knew what I wanted and it had to be a little bit more custom. So I use a, a company called everything website. Um, they're the reason why I use, I used to use another company. They started out great, but they started growing and their service went downhill. So I found everything website, which I love their customer service. They're not very expensive. It's, it's about a hundred bucks a month. And this is my custom site that they build out for me and they manage it for me. So I can email them and say, Hey, upload pictures to this folder and they're doing it like that. If I have questions, they help me. They are always a phone call away or a quick email. I love their services. And I, it's worth to me that peace of mind is worth $100. And for me, I'm a person who likes to change her site a lot. So having someone like that 
basically I, I just consider them like my IT, my website department, as far as I'm concerned, they literally work for me. I pay them that money every month. They keep my site the way I want to. They listen to me and they give, they have sales too. So if you reach out to everything websites, I'll put a link, tell them I sent you just because I love what they do. And I want them to know that I am shouting them out because they're a small business and they act accordingly. And it's not a lot of stress. I, before I got with them, I had tons of people who I reached out to trying to get a custom site. And I'm talking about these folks were charging $2,500, $3,000, $4,000 for one site. No updates, no monthly you know, changes, nothing. And that was it. And then you would have to pay them every month. Well, I got the same work of a custom site and I get to touch spaces with them every month for that small amount. It's so worth it to me. It's so worth it. And if I should decide to leave them and just take my site and update it myself. And I can still add things on my own. Don't get me wrong. I have a backend dashboard. I update my own blogs. I can do a lot of stuff on my own. It's very user friendly. It's not like a foreign language, but I could say, Hey, I'm going to give you this certain amount of money. I'm taking my site. It was nice working with you. And they don't mind with that either. So everything website is that next level. Um, another thing you can do to market is to partner um, with people on posts. So you can like, for me, I've been, you see, I've been doing giveaways. That's a great way to market, sharing my audience with people who are growing their business. We do a giveaway. We both share, we get our following up and we get in front of audiences that typically might not know who we are. You can do that with someone who's in your same field, whether that's another boutique, you can do a pop-up with them and you guys split the cost of the pop-up. You know, if you drive around your city, I'm sure there's tons of commercial space that's free. You can reach out to those folks and say, hey, what would you charge me to rent out this space? Because they're already paying for the lights to be on and the water because they're just have, they have to be moving ready. Ask them what would they charge you to rent it out for a month? And maybe you in another boutique have a pop-up there. You take half the store, they take half the store. And you guys have a pop-up boutique for that month. You know, get your insurance, do everything you need to do. But that's another great inexpensive way to have something cool. You can have champagne, you can have light bites, you can feature musicians there, you can have photographers, you can make it a whole little pop-up market. You can have a photographer in the back that's taking photos of folks in, in your clothes to post on their social media. You could even rent out your outfit for those photos in the back of the studio and make a photo shoot place. Like there is limitless opportunities to what you can do to advertise and market your brand. And that's at like little or no cost. Get a realtor. If you're in Dallas, call my mom. Email me or DM me for her info. Aren't our realtors? No. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so my mother's child. Anywho, so um, let's see. You can have the contest. So you can have contests, whether that's someone who, not just a giveaway, you can have them uh, create whatever kind of contest you want. You can partner with different people to do that contest work. You see a lot of fashion bloggers do contests. They all get together. Sometimes they might buy everybody put in a certain amount on a Starbucks gift card and everybody, maybe five people, you follow those five to be entered into the contest. Uh, that might work for you. Um, you can do free events. We talked about that before. Do those free events. That's a great way to get your brand out in front of people. Give away free things. That's a great way to get your uh, brand out in front of people. And if you're a blogger, blog often. Don't leave by my example. I'm still getting the hang of this blogging thing, but I podcast often. That's my, that's my jam. Y'all know that. I podcast often. Give people something and a reason to continue to come back to your space and, and be consistent with it. Don't do it and fall off the face of the earth. There's been a couple times this year I didn't do a podcast, and honestly, it was because life was 
just bad. After Harvey, I didn't do one because my spirit wouldn't let me. I had, uh, I lost my grandmother. That's what a couple of, at the beginning of January. And I took two weeks off after that. Um, so that is why. But other than that, like right now, literally I have enough shows to last up into June. So there's no reason for me not to have them scheduled and ready to go. I definitely suggest that before you jump into the waters all willy nilly, even with the podcast, let's say you're going to use podcasting as your form of marketing. Before I launched this podcast, I had 15 shows recorded so that I knew for 15 weeks straight, you guys were going to hear from me consistently. So same thing goes with blogs. How I say, and people said that was a lie. I don't think so. I'm a, I'm a person who like, no, I want some extra space. Uh, so have 15 or so blogs ready so that if, and I wouldn't say do one every day, just tell your audience what to expect. You don't have to be there every day. You might just tell them, Hey, every Tuesday, you're going to get a new blog from me. And they just expect that. And for 15 weeks, you got a new blog every Tuesday. And you just talk about that blog post all week. You keep marketing it and you remind them because everybody's not going to go just because you mentioned it on Monday. doesn't mean everybody's going to go on Monday. They might forget they have a life. So they might need to be reminded on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then finally read it on Friday. Don't be ashamed to market yourself. That's why you're, that's why you have these platforms. They're free. Take advantage of them. If people don't like it, they will unfollow you. No harm lost. And you just keep engaging with those people who like it and they will tell other people about what you're doing. Be consistent. Um, podcasting. There are so many cool ways to podcast. I don't know if you guys have heard of Anchor. It's one you can do from your phone. You can have a snippet um, and you can literally just be in your car and do a podcast. People can chime in. It's like a radio show, basically. They can chime in and ask you questions. I do have an Anchor channel. I haven't done it a lot. I have done a few shows. I probably should be building that audience a little more. The only reason why I probably should be answering these questions on that Anchor. Probably so. Let me think about that. Hmm, maybe, maybe that'll be Q&A. It's like the new version of the WhatsApp. So you can actually get instant answers, but it's a podcast. So it's a great platform. Check it out. If you're thinking about starting a podcast, you don't have a microphone, you don't have the funds for it. This is free. This is something that you can use. It's a whole new audience. It could be the next Instagram. It might be the next Snapchat. So find out about it. And I think that's a great way to learn too. When you have new social media and different platforms come out, be one of the first to the party. I told my sister this a couple of weeks ago um, when I, I joined Instagram way back when it first started and I saw the opportunity there for business. I just didn't know what kind of business I wanted and I was still working full time. And I, my sister and I would play around with ideas and do different things. And I told her, had I started that then I would have been one of those first people to the party and I missed that opportunity. So don't be afraid to embrace new platforms. Anchor is a great one. I'll put that in the show notes also. Facebook Live is great. Instagram Live. Instagram Live now has it where you can add people so you can actually interview people on Instagram Live. Take advantage of that. Learn that. Master that. Um, you don't have to have a podcast to interview people. Reach out to folks and don't be afraid to reach out to people. Remember, everybody loves to be complimented. Everybody loves to shine. So take your chance when you, when you can and ask people. And all they, the worst they can say is no, or not right now, or I'm too busy. And that's not going to hurt you. It's not the end of the world. Reach out to people because they might have an audience and they more than likely will share what they did with you on their audience. And that's a great way for your brand to get in front of people. You don't have to be uh, an event producer or have an event series to want to go Facebook Live. You could have a boutique and want to highlight another another fashion designer or highlight your customers of the day. Go live with them and ask them why they stopped by your boutique. 
Maybe somebody makes a huge purchase of your skincare line uh, on uh, this week and you want to highlight them and shout them out for supporting you. So maybe you schedule a one-on-one -on -one with them and let customers who want to know about your product Ask them questions about why they use your product, why they ordered so much, what's their favorite product, how do they apply it, is it user-friendly? Use this stuff to your advantage. Think outside the box. Don't do what everybody else is doing. Do your own thing, march to the beat of your own drum, and find your jam. Amira is a talker. I've been a talker since day one. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk at my events. I'm talking through my posts. I'm talking through this podcast. I'm connecting with people because I love connecting with people. That's my jam. That's my space. That's what I do. Find your jam, find your space and rock the hell out of it and make no apologies about it. Use these tools. Um, I hope you like them. Oh gosh, that was just one question. I'm going to have to do number four on a whole nother episode because this was long. So that's the answer to free and little or no money marketing. I hope it was helpful to you. If you love what you heard, give me a five-star rating over in iTunes and subscribe and share. And until next time, I'm Amira and this is Brunch and Slay.